Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad. We're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? I'm a topless radio DJ today. Topless London radio DJ. Yes, it's quite the sight. It's so hot in here, guys. We we are so hot right now because uh, it's the summer here in London and I've got my shirt off. Yes, I'm here. I will be putting my shirt back on. I'm just giving us like five minutes. All right, I'm, I'm to here enjoy. in London, sitting next to Pete, recording this, and uh, it's it's quite distracting having Pete. <laughs> I have very pointy nipples, Chris. Drink what them I will in. say is, you have a better figure than I do. Drink I'm of course in. fat now, um, as as we discussed <laughs> last week's podcast. You're not fat. You're to- you've got height, which annoys me. Literally the same height as you. You're literally not the same height oh, as me. You're literally, literally taller than me. Literally. <clears throat> um, it's very upsetting. I saw. Oh my god! I saw this really tall dude. In the street, like, you know, like, kind of world record, Guinness World Record kind of tall. He was walking down the street, and I was like, wow, that guy's tall. And I turned the corner, and there was this really tall guy. But, like, you know, like, you or I think, oh, it's a really tall guy, but, like, six foot four, six right, foot yeah, three. Yeah. That's how tall the second guy was. And he was turning it in the street, and I felt like grabbing this guy and going, you probably think you're really tall, don't you? <laughs> but, honestly, it's nothing compared to that dude. He's, like, fucking seven foot. He's massive. Incredible. He's oh, taller man. than a post box. Sorry, not a post box. That's no achievement. Um, phone box. He should go a to br- Japan. A, a London phone box. He should go to Japan and it'd be like Attack on Titan. Is it? Oh, mate. It'd be, uh, they'll be, it'd be putting effigies on top of Shinjuku uh Is it Attack on Titan on with the Giants? I want to say yes. I'm going to say yes because I don't know any of that nonsense. Oh, Which is the one where the man, uh, where the little boy wears a one piece. He wears a little hat. The pirate boy. Yeah, this is awful. Is he a this, is, this is this is knowledge. Most a lot of you guys listening to this will probably love yeah. Japanese pop culture, um, anime stuff. I don't really do anime. I never have. So he's pretty big. He's got no skin. I can't even tell you what Naruto is. Attack on Titan is Attack on Titan, isn't it? The big scary alien monsters that eat people's heads. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, territory surrounded by three enormous walls of gigantic man-eating humanoids. If you're seven foot tall and go to Japan, you are effectively the, ca- the antagonists <laughs> of Attack on Titan. But that guy looks like he's got no skin. Um, does that make him a better Titan or a bad Titan? I don't know. I, nah. I'm not well versed with the narrative of Attack on Titan. His skin's certainly not tight. A did Titan. The, did the guy that you saw in the street have skin? Um, as far as I can tell, unless he was, he was wearing a full suit in summer, which uh, was <laughs> ill-advised, though I imagine he has a lot of surface area in which there's a dissipate heat. <laughs> Moving on. Moving um, on. <laughs> I, 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 I sometimes remember, so I've, I've been in the UK a few weeks now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I come Excuse back me. to the UK 
once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do it in summer because recently Japanese summers have been horrific. Yes. Last year, thousands got thousands of people went to hospital because the heat was bonkers. It broke right. new records. It was over forty four degrees Celsius because it's so humid in Japan. Mm. It feels like fifty. It's, yeah. it's horrific. Um, so I've started coming home to the UK in Christmas when it's nice and because Japan doesn't do Christmas very well mm. and in summer now right? Um, and the UK is a lot more pleasant in summer <laughs> mm. but I, when I'm walking around doing things going about my daily life here I do remember why I left Japan why I left the UK to go <laughs> right, yeah. to Japan and the answer is football what? Uh, I am one of eight people in the UK who doesn't like football <laughs> I realise coming in here and saying this is like you know this is this is, this is the home of the football ramble Pete does the football ramble which yeah. is one of the biggest po- football podcasts in the world the football ramble built this studio and no, you I'm dare to come into our manor <laughs> and slag it's off like our walking into product. a church and telling a priest you think jesus is rubbish yeah literally the same thing um but i it's like it's like me going to japan and call it crapan and leaving immediately <laughs> within within a day sure, I'm sure people do that i <laughs> yeah i mean i i've never really got football i've growing up i never really got into it but mm. all my friends all my colleagues everything i ever did all right you know that that's all they talk about in the mm. uk we are obsessed with it. I forget that. Obviously, <laughs> soccer is a thing in Japan. It's pretty yeah. popular. I think it's the second biggest sport after baseball, but it's still not on the same level as the UK. And right. if you if you don't like football, you do feel a bit left out in the UK. Yeah, it is quite ostracising. I think there are the you know. Um... I, I remember I had to lie that I knew things about football. People are like, "What do you? Which team do you support, Chris?" I'd be like, "Oh, Manchester." United Manchester Villa yeah Alex Ferguson Alex Ferguson I do like Alex Ferguson great guy uh, and a cool team but yeah I used to just cite Manchester United as being the team that I supported and then people were like yeah. oh you see that game with Arsenal and I'd be like oh yeah it's good when they kick the ball but I came well, I came to football very very late I was about 16 before I actually enjoyed football cause, and I watched the World Cup 94 um, actually I would have been 16 I would have been younger quit, than that don't contaminate my radio po- podcast with your football knowledge I been 13 keep sorry. it away from me yeah but when I've established my empire, football will be replaced with dodgeball. Um, the that, Japanese love football, though. They've got some good teams. No, no. Football's going to be gone. Dodgeball <laughs> is going to be the new global sport. Dodgeball. We repurpose the footballs into dodgeballs, and it is vastly more entertaining than football. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I remember, though, I, I was so happy to escape Japan because mm. then it meant I never had to pretend to know anything about football again. No, you're, I got, you're a yaku man. Got to my school in rural Japan, middle of nowhere, mm. couldn't be any more rural got into school and all my students had fucking Arsenal or Manchester United football yes. cases uh, uh, football cases pencil cases <laughs> and I was like and they're like what team do you support and I was like no she said Manchester not United. again they're because not for some reason in rural Japan all mm. the kids love Manchester United Chelsea and Arsenal right I don't okay. know how I don't know why well Manchester United had a Japanese failed. player for a while so that might have been something to do with that'll it that'll do but, it yeah. and David Beckham of yeah, they're, they're, and I would lie again I'd be like oh Manchester United and then they'd tell me the name of the Japanese footballer who's in Ars- mm. who's in Manchester United and I'd be yeah. like oh yeah he's my favourite <laughs> love him when he kicks the ball anyway there you go that's why I left the UK football yeah. football football <laughs> football <laughs> there was um, is it uh, Shinjigawa uh, no, he doesn't. He plays for Borussia Dortmund. I can't remember who um, played for. Um, I'm trying to. Forget, I'm trying to remember who. There's a King Kazu uh, is a footballer who plays in Japan, and he's. F- I want to say he's 52. Right. He's really that getting on. Old. That wow. is very old. And an ex Premier League football has joined him at his um, J League Two club. Not a great club, and I don't think um, uh, King Kazu. Uh, plays many matches, but like they've got a combined age of like ninety three oh or something. God. It's insane. They don't stop. <laughs> got a lot of time for that. It's interesting, actually. One of the news articles uh, I wanted to talk about this week, and we've got two. Mm-hmm. Actually, ties in with what you've just said. Oh. Um, life expectancy in Japan continues to rise in mm. twenty eighteen. 
Yes. Uh, Japan does have the second highest life expectancy in the world. Who's, it, which who's in front? You've got to guess. And it doesn't include places like Monaco, which aren't countries. Right, okay. Sovereign states. Um, well, then again, I suppose that's... Yeah, actually, that doesn't work then. Because the, the number one spot is Hong Kong. Sweden. Oh, Hong Kong, right, okay. I, oh, let's, yeah. let's not get political. In, in the middle of an annexing. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, thing. Um, yeah. but no, Japan is number two. Mm. Uh, people there simply don't die in Japan now. Um, they live till 87. Right, okay. Women in Japan live till 87. Point three years old. It's always the women. It's always the women. <laughs> but what's interesting, that's up from... It's up a little bit since the year before. Uh, and men, the life expectancy of men in Japan is up to 81. Is there something to do with, obviously, um, uh, African-Americans have a lower um, life expectancy than, uh, than yeah, Caucasians. Yeah. Is there due to the fact that um, the Japanese are so richly, uh, they're, they're, they're one thing, effectively. They're, they're, they're one they're, thing. Their immigration is, is so, it's, it's a homogenous uh, They're one thing. There's very little um, ethnic uh, diversity well, in, yeah, uh, in Japan. Well, yeah, 98 Point five percent of Japan's population is mm. ethnically Japanese, I think. So, so, so that's so that's. But it, it's that a variety of factors, and also diet as well. Diet is the main mm. one, isn't it? Yeah. I think people in Japan, li- they don't, they 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 do live pretty healthily generally, mm. eating mainly fish and rice. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I, that's something I'd like to look into, but it's it's almost a burden to society in Japan, given that uh, the demographics of Japan are it's a reverse pyramid. Mm. So you've got I think the vast majority of people in Japan are actually over 60. Right. Was it two-thirds? I can't remember the exact statistic, but a lot of people in Japan are over 60, far too many. Mm. And because nobody having because uh, childbirth levels are pretty damn low, mm. they're not replacing the population, so the younger generations are being burdened with this huge elderly population, and uh, they're not going to be able to pay off the pensions. I'd be fascinated so. to see what they're um, wholeheartedly... What, what, how, what, um space politically they, they inhabit because obviously um, Britain uh, as a whole has voted to leave the EU and, yep. and made they've got this big idea of the Dunkirk spirit and all that mm. bullshit um, that we're going to be okay um, I would like to know what the Japanese kind of older um, the, 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 the older generations uh, where, where they are politically and how that um, skews the, the, well, the voting I, populace yeah I think a lot of Japanese people and I talked about Brexit mm. and I don't want to go into that's another reason I'm glad I'm not in the UK at the moment hearing the word Brexit over and over no matter what you believe in I think everyone's fed up of the whole word and idea of Brexit but mm. uh, yeah in Japan they were kind of shocked that we were leaving the EU yeah because it is economically not good yeah basically it's, it's, Tokyo's it, in, the sh- in the short term mid term economically it's going to harm the UK that's um, alright we were selling some lambs to Japan sell the lambs so, to Japan. sell the lambs to Japan um, and obviously Japan has a trade deal with the EU now mm. which we're not going to get because we're leaving <laughs> so yeah they were, they were shocked uh, about that yeah I, uh, there was a man in Golden Guy who uh, weirdly he's a guy like just got a guitar a big big headed man massive head <laughs> Um, old man in Golden uh, very, Guy very tall very, yeah, 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 yeah. very tall uh, very tall but massive head this bloke and uh, he got a guitar out and he started singing um, a very specific Beatles track of course uh, it was <laughs> literally every Japanese person that ever sings to me with a guitar is singing a Beatles song hugely I want to hold your hand and that was his song right uh, and I did, was watching did you hold his hand I didn't hold his hand while he was singing Shocking. no two things uh, he was uh, asking us in very broken English what we thought and again you talked about um, vocabulary uh, last last week mm. um I just shouted, uh, uh, we want to be friends, like Tomodachi, Tomodachi, like we want to be friends with Europe. And so just learn the odd word and you'll be fine. You don't have to learn the grammar around it. Tomodachi, Tomodachi. See, um, <laughs> I, I was on Japanese news talking about Brexit many yeah. years ago, the day yeah. it was like announced, they came into my apartment and I talked mm. about it. 
Imagine, and I did it in English, they yeah. translated it. Imagine if I just done it in broken Japanese. Going, Tomodachi! <laughs> England, Europe, Tomodachi, no. but not Tomodachi. God loves a try. God loves a try. The, Ex- um... That'd be a great YouTube channel, explaining geopolitical situations <laughs> in broken Japanese. Uh, with someone who's learning Japanese, hugely, um, and also this this guy who is um, playing the guitar, he I was Did he watching, become your teammate actually? Well, I was, I think he wanted to. Um, Tomodachi means friend. We for saw few people that don't know that. I only know it from the Nintendo game Tomodachi Life. Very good, friend life. Um, we uh, yeah, we were singing singing away, and uh, I saw a one of those. You know, I did that video like the clickbait. Thing, like the 10 things to do in Oh, we'll look at him plugging his new YouTube channel. It, but, there was another, but, the, YouTube but there was another one that was suggested on my thing. So I watched that one because I like, because everyone's got, everyone's got the same bloody video. How dare and you? that's why I was, I'm not including you on that one. Oh, okay. You do other stuff. Yeah. But I'm just saying that they have the same thing. It's like, oh, 10 things you need to know in Japan. That's, 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 my last video was called 10 things to do in Tokyo. First 10, all right. First, <laughs> no, that's around the station. That's very I'm specific. Just as, I'm just as bad as Very else. specific. I can't deny it. Yeah, but then you do documentaries, you do the journey across Japan. I did. I'm not having got you. I'm just saying not that uh, a lot of big companies just seem to just send someone over there and they film the same bollocks. Uh, and then they go, there you go, you got to do all this stuff. Um, but yeah, we've we've done a year and a half of this now, Chris. We are dedicated on the podcast to, to providing a service. I haven't so, missed a single week. Exactly. And so these guys, uh, so, so these guys have filmed um, all around Tokyo, and they filmed Golden Guy, and the same guy was singing the same song oh on the God. same guitar. So he's still, and I could see the reticence from the bloke who owned the little um, house that we were in, the little um, bar that we were in, uh, to give the guy the guitar, but he must do it every bloody night, hilariously. A lot of Japan is like that. Things yeah. that happen, what appear to be spontaneous, yes, often aren't. I did a video. Every night. You can look it up a video called 500 Kilometers in Three Days right. Traveling Japan. Mm. And. In that video, we went to a mask-making factory, make these weird, crazy masks in a little neighbourhood, little town in um, Fukushima, in right. Fukushima area. And while I was looking at the masks, there was this old man like in the corner painting a mask very quietly. He must have been late 80s. Yeah. He was very elegant and nice. And all of a sudden, he put on this boombox player that he just pulled out of a cupboard, mm. put on this crazy music and started dancing. <laughs> it was brilliant. Everyone got involved. Real yeah. was dancing. Yeah. It's a hilarious little scene. Check out the video just for that. <laughs> I think I've seen that. And that's I amazing. thought, oh, that's quite unique. That's quite mm. cool. Uh, and then over the years, I've seen various people filming this guy doing the exact same thing. He starts <laughs> there quietly painting, whacks out the boombox, starts dancing starts like a maniac. And it's brilliant. But yeah, it makes you realise that a lot of Japan, it isn't spontaneous. It's all just carefully he choreographed. He got a good reaction. Or maybe he was just very good at playing I Want to Hold Your Hand. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just wanted everyone to And he off. couldn't play anything else. Oh, yeah. Like the, my the... dad, who can only play like one song. <laughs> right, okay. Stairway to Heaven. That's a pretty, co- that's but, a pretty technically uh, But it's only the first song. 30 seconds of Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, it's just that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Total Guitar Riff of the Month, March 2001. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um... Shall we go to the um, fax machine? No. No. We've got one more news article. Oh, sorry, mate. Go on then. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I was supposed to come. This, I wanted to talk about this before, actually. So um, recently, there was a nationwide test result showing that Japanese students are poor at English speaking and writing. Oh. And I think this ties in with the last article. If you're going to be living mm. till the end of time, which is 82 years old, yeah. 87, um, you should know some English. I think it'll open your horizons. I yeah. find a lot of. I, my tutor, my Japanese tutor, uh, who sadly passed away now, Mr. Ito, oh. Ito-sensei, who's in the Teaching Swear Words book video. Oh, right, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For fuck's sake, dude, <laughs> awesome guy. He didn't start learning English until he was like 50 or really? 60. And he kind of ah. retired. He was a little bit bored and he was like, right then, let's learn, learn English. English. And he right. kind of really put into it then. And so he's, yeah, I find a lot of people in Japan reach 40, 50 
and think years old and start to regret not knowing English. I see, and it's a real shame yeah. uh, because at that age, it's a lot harder to learn a language and put the Usually. time effort into mm. getting that done. Um, so, I find Japanese—they're trying to change the educational system at the moment in Japan, but uh, the results were that uh, in in English speaking, Japanese students only were th- getting thirty percent. Right, the average score of thirty percent, which is mm. very low. Yeah. And certainly when I was an English teacher, we didn't really test them on their speaking that much. When I was running the class or trying to make the class and the lesson plans, I always tried to put emphasis on the speaking component because mm. that's the bit where language becomes fun, I reckon. Usually. You know, when you're out there talking to people, having conversations, that's when learning Japanese got fun for me, when I could mm. go to a bar, get drunk and chat in broken Japanese. That Usually. was the fun bit. Yeah. Um, so they need to throw some more emphasis on that. They are learning. They are trying to do that. They're trying to introduce a new curriculum in 2021, but... It's a little bit too late, I find. They should be getting on with it now. Mm. Um, yeah, Japan's I... English education system, for those of you, and there's lots of people, because it's August, a lot of you guys will be going over there to teach English now on the JET program. Mm. Thousands around the world will be going. Um, and you're going to find what I did, which is that uh, the education system, when it comes to English, is pretty bad in Japan. They mm. haven't learned how to do it yet. And also the discrepancy between um, male and females as well, any language uh, around the world. It's it's usually um, uh, women are, are way better at uh, learning, way more. Um, yeah, I, well, all learning. my best students were female. Yeah. I, had a, I had a class, I have a comprehensive English class, which is where students could choose to mm. actually study English and mm. do fun things. And it was, I think I had 12... I about 15 girls and one guy. Right. Uh, great guy. But uh, yeah, it kind of shows you that certainly when it comes to languages, it's very much the girls, females in Japan that seem to go towards that. But, you know, the problem was they never taught Japanese students why learning English is useful or fun. You know, that you could go and discover the world. You can unlock careers around the world. You mm. can go and make friends really easily in different cultures and countries. And actually the number of students, the number of, Japanese students going abroad overseas internationally to study has been going down in recent years. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah, because they don't seem to be put much emphasis on that, which is a shame. I feel like Japan, though I think I said last week that Japan feels like a bubble sometimes with TV, right? Mm. Japan is like a bubble. It needs to still face outwards and they need to really do something about it as mm. far as I'm concerned. They're wasting. I, I, I find that if Japan wants to build bridges with the outside world, they should really throw some more emphasis on language learning. And also, it, it prevents you from travelling as well. It just makes things a hell of a lot um, more Well, difficult. yeah, take Natsuki. He's only travelled abroad twice. Mm. Uh, once to Hawaii, which has essentially got such a big Japanese population yeah. that it's almost like an extension of Japan yeah. to some extent. Uh, most Japanese people will go to Hawaii at some point in their mm. life. Um, but, uh, and the UK. And the only reason he went to the UK is because I was there as his sort of tour guide to yeah. help him. Um, even though Natsuki, with his broken English, can still get around, by yeah, relatively yeah. comfortably in, yeah. in, in the UK and overseas. But yeah, there's that sense of reluctance to travel overseas because of it. So, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Yes, I think they should definitely put some more effort in, especially if you're going to be living that long. Yeah. Think of all the Harry Potter books you could enjoy in English, <laughs> the way they're supposed to be read. Well, I mean, there are some upsides as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 J.K. Rowling. Mm. Anyway, we've got some questions. What have we got, Pete? In the fax machine, which has been piling up the last few weeks. Oh, we've got a message from uh, Jean-Francois from Ottawa, Canada. Hello, Jean. Um, hi, Chris and Pete. I enjoy the podcast. I've uh, downgraded that from I love the podcast because I felt like it. And I'm glad you two are currently reunited in Tokyo. Well, we're currently reunited in, in, in Britain. Actually, We've been reunited but, yeah. far too frequently in the too, last too month. Much. First Tokyo, now Familiarity breeding contempt. Uh, I like to listen to your lively voices while I'm eating eggs, bacon and olives for supper. Wow. That was, that was a very little... Uh, eggs, bacon and olives that's a not a bad little um, it's the Canadian dish. diet I'd take that um, uh, can you please explain what the deal is with business cards in Japan does it make sense for tourists to make business cards for a trip to Japan I would like to see that that's a lovely old job I'll, I'll nip that one in the bud no <laughs> unless you're doing business yeah. Jean-Francois then take business cards but if you're not if you're going for a holiday don't worry don't mm. worry about it um, yeah obviously in Japan everyone does carry a business card no matter yep. what you're doing little business card holder pretty yeah. classy and they're not well. The, the, the business hard. The business. The business hardest. The business, business hard, hard. Card holders. Business hard. When words blend into one, um, <laughs> business card holders are always very nice. The actual business cards in Japan are usually fairly standard. Right. I remember when I was making some business cards, which I don't use anymore because I just hate handing things out. I used to have some really <laughs> nice, elaborate ones uh, for the Abroad in Japan channel, and right. I like special card made out of this like bespoke card. Born. Uh, <laughs> The bone of an extinct animal, of, yeah, uh, and rounded edges, no less. Oh, so the the corners never got Hello. screwed. I'd hand these out, and they sort of look at them, and then they'd kind of look like I'd insulted them a little bit. Mm. People around Japan, because I'd gone too far. <laughs> Business cards are just kind of there to just put in your pocket and be done with it. And yep. people don't put that much effort into making them nice and expensive and shiny. Right. Okay. But yeah. yeah, when you meet someone in Japan, odds are you will in a in a, in a business environment you will be passing over business cards. Yeah, like ninety five percent of the time. So it's a good idea to hold one if you're doing business. If you're not doing business, don't worry about it. You won't need it. No. Um, and we've talked about business cards in a previous episode, I think. Yes. But I don't know where or when. <laughs> so <laughs> go back to the last seventy five podcasts with yep. John Francois and find out more. About Is that, that what number we're on? Seventy five. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, it's, like it. well, it's got to be. Yeah, because there's 80, been a year and we didn't want every. Good God, what's wrong with us? Sorry about that, everyone. 
Uh, Lucas has got in touch. Hello, Chris and Beat. Uh, my name is Lucas, and I'm from Spain. I started watching anime, and I got really curious about Japan, and that's when your videos entered. And I fell in love with Japan, and my dream is to live there. I'm a college student coming from Spain, where half of college students have smoked weed. How common is weed in Japan, and what is the government position towards it? Unequivocal, I'd say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't do weed in Japan. Don't do weed in Japan. Drugs have a zero-tolerance policy in Japan. Mm. Um, there was a case of a... Japan, the, the teacher coming to Japan, right. who, who some I think he got some weed brought in or something, and right. he was in prison for like a year. Jeez, they take it extremely seriously. It I've, will be the last place that allows weed. Uh, in the, it, yeah, oh, as, God, yeah, as everything yeah. starts to uh, settle down and everyone, uh, all the countries sort of in turn, they will be one of the last. It's yeah, it's it's they they don't like it. I do know some people that have done it. I think in the mm. past, but uh, yeah, it's, it's incredibly risky. I would never go near drugs in and, Japan at all, and especially because it's. You can't do it without. I mean, you could have maybe eat some stuff, maybe or like eat a gummy or something. But you couldn't smoking it. It's just you can just smell it. You know what I mean? Like it's really. Well, hard I mean, to... on the way here, we, we're in central London right now, mm. recording this. I smelt it at least eighty percent of the time I was mm. walking here. Usually, there was weed blowing on the wind because everyone <laughs> in London does it. Yeah, and it seems to be fine here. I um, don't. I like bad booze, which is ten <laughs> times worse. <for> you. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the sort of hypocrisy of it yeah. in Japan. Usually, you oh, can. Yeah. You get free cigarettes. I've been in. They, they have teams of people that go around handing out new flavors of Marlboro cigarettes. Yeah. I've been sitting in a bar, and a woman, a really nice woman, will come around and be like, "Hello, what flavor of cigarettes do you want? Menthol or strawberry?" And you're mm. like, "Menthol." And they'll give you these cigarettes, a pack yeah. of actual cigarettes, yeah. to give to smoke for free. <laughs> Whereas in the UK, we've outlet, we've, we've banned packaging that even looks like cigarettes. Mm. Um, it's, the... it's insane. They have this kind of really half-hearted approach to it. It's kind of hypocritical. It's ridiculous. Mm. I my stance on weed is it's not that bad, really. Did you did did, did uh, you yeah those, those packets the, the, on the um, packets of the do they have like the um the throat no, injuries? Don't no, have any so, of that business. Another thing, yeah, they do that around the world, right? If you look at cigarettes in other countries, they have pictures of people with cancer mm. and their throats falling apart, and it, that genuinely does actually put me off smoking. What? I did used to smoke a fair bit in Japan, mm. uh, by virtue of the fact it. it was difficult to avoid it, and all my friends did it, and it was quite relaxing after yeah. work. After spending a day trying to teach kids Japanese, uh, teach kids English, um, you're at your breaking point. You need a cigarette, yeah. but um, I don't do it now, and I wouldn't never do drugs in Japan. That's that's the takeaway from this. Huge don't one. do drugs in Japan. Don't get deported. Don't get put into prison. <laughs> Try and avoid it if you can. Got one from Gavin here. It says hi, hi Pete and Chris. Mm. Quite the wrong way around, Gavin. Oh. You guys have talked a lot about places to travel for entertainment and adventure, but I was wondering, what's the best place to propose to a partner? Uh, my partner in particular loves sunsets, nature, and especially rain. Yeah, so, a lot of that. So, so a place with just any one of those would be great. And lastly, I wanted to ask Chris, which one of his videos uh, is his most prized work? P.S. Pete is the goat. Pete oh. is the G-O-A-T. I don't know I, what that I means. That might be a Have a great thing. day, Gavin. What's goat? Goat meaning. Hang on. Oh, not Are you typing in so goat, goat acronym into Google? Hardy. Electrous man. A what? Electrous man, apparently. You are a bit electrous. <laughs> um, what does it mean? Because you've got. Pete. Greatest of all time. Right. Pete, you're, you're going to propose to your partner. Right, okay. Where yeah, are you going to propose? Um, in Japan. Uh, the uh, Hatchiko entrance <laughs> of Shibuya Station. <laughs> I don't know, man. Go somewhere really pretty. I mean, if you if the problem is holidays are like go to like Nara or something in front of it. Do it on the back of a deer. <laughs> get get one of the deers. Get the ring on its ear. Do it on the back of a deer. Yeah, that's do that. That's that's far better than anything I could think of. <laughs> I must say that one of the most recent videos we did, ten things to do around Tokyo Station. Right. Yotta and I went to a. Um, this beautiful uh, a viewpoint park. overlooking Tokyo oh, Station, right, yeah. and he joked about it. He said, "Ah, oh, 
this is the place you should propose 100% success rate, 100% <laughs> or something ridiculous. Um, if you're proposing and you have in your mind anything less than a 98, I would not be proposing, <laughs> quite frankly. You're not on solid ground on that one. True that. Mm. I must say, Mount Fuji, summit of Mount Fuji. If you want, I mean, summit, I see get up there for a sunrise. Right, get up there for yeah. a sunrise, 5 a.m., beautiful. That would be a pretty cool thing to do. A lot of people there, though, aren't there? Yeah. It's true, would be a lot of effort. Just find a lovely, a beautiful well. park, Yogi Park. It's all relaxing. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do it in your Yogi Park. Um, dengue fever. <laughs> a dengue fever. Coolish. Hide it in a coolish. Uh, What's that rattling around in our empty packet of coolish? I feel like I should give an answer here, but I don't know where. Um, uh, so we're nice and rural. Monkey Park. Kamakura. Kyoto Monkey Park. <laughs> okay, right. Monkey Park. You're not convinced by that, are you? No. The monkey oh. is still the ring. <laughs> But what a great story it would be. If I ever proposed to someone, right. I would think, how will I... Is is this a day that I want to remember in 20 years? Yeah. Yes. How can I make that happen? Mm. So I would do something quite weird. Like I'd go to a maid cafe and have the maids bring the ring out on a pillow or something. <laughs> Terrible. I know. Terrible. I would, Awful. I'd probably be very romantic because I'd the, be doing it. The block, be... um, the block in uh, Parks and Recreation, of uh, Ron Swanson, I can't remember the actor's name, but he, um, he, he took his uh, wife to be... Uh, Megan something Lillely Delilly, I can't remember. She right. was in um another uh, TV show. And she uh, and they would go up like the Eiffel Tower and stuff and he would ha- he had like several fake rings. So he would <laughs> get the ring out and he'd drop it <laughs> and he dropped it all around Paris and then finally she got the real one. That's amazing. <laughs> See that that's that, I think the location is probably less important than the way he did it. Yeah. Is, hugely. Is the way that it, Yeah. There's a rickety Ferris wheel in Osaka overlooking the uh the Sea World. Do it there. Is that right? Okay. It's absolutely terrifying when it's windy. <laughs> I still have nightmares about it. I thought it was going to get blown over. Do it there. That'll stay forever in your mind. There's and a, the view's good on a clear day. If there's it's not a too big. Windy. Uh, I was talking about a diver, um, the, the 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 Rainbow Road. Um, there's a nice big wheel there, quite old, but uh, great views of uh, Tokyo. There you go. There you go. There you go. Mm, there you go. Last question is from <laughs> Dimitri from Brisbane. He says, "Hi, gents. Love Yo, your D. work." I'm moving to Tokyo next week for 12 months as my wife has scored a gig there. Ooh. I've binged on every podcast over the last three months and every second word out of Pete's head seems to be coolish. Mm. This stuff isn't the best thing I eat in Tokyo, Pete. I'm coming after you, Hunger Games style. <laughs> Dimitri from Brisbane. I think uh, I get a lot of nice messages about uh, coolish saying it's very nice. Uh, but to I've... be honest, I think anyone who's genuinely expecting the most delicious ice cream in the world... It's, it's going to fall short. It's going to fall somewhere short, I'm afraid. And I think we should actually just ban the word coolish it's on just the podcast. Get lost. Coolish is life. It's banned. Keep the comments, coolish questions, stories life. coming into Braun Japan podcast at gmail.com, guys. We'll be back same time next week, still all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week. We'll see you then. They should pay me to go for a day. To the Coolish Factory. D- no, just pick up a Coolish from Stop a 7-Eleven and, co- and, and, and then get back on a flight. I'm going to find a stick. Collect my Coolish. The man who came to Tokyo just for a Coolish. You hear me, Lotte? was a Stakhanov production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 